Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's this? It's a Final Fantasy podcast, but the first voice you're hearing is me. I am Brooklyn Zed. I have taken over, uh, much like Sephiroth, c- taking over Cloud. I am here taking over Josh Wiggler. Uh, not taking over. Josh is just busy, but we want to keep the Final Fantasy love going. Um, so we're going to try something that we've tried before, and it worked pretty well. Uh, I am here to be the Final Fantasy VII guide for a new person joining our journey. I am here with the one and only Pia in the chat, Adam H. Adam, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Hello. This is real. This is actually happening. Yes, this is happening. Kind of ridiculous, but it's here. Uh, I'm Uh, excited. The funny thing is I was just listening to the first few minutes of when Josh and I started this journey a year and a half ago, and the conversation was very, very similar. It was like, (laughs) oh, we're really going to do this thing that we sort of talked about doing. It's happening. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be really, really fun. The tables have turned for me, where now I am the person who knows all the secrets, who knows the story, who knows what's going on, and I get to be along for the ride as you have your first impressions of Final Fantasy VII, the 1997 Squaresoft Square Enix game uh, that really, I think, burst Final Fantasy onto the scene in the States. Um, and Adam, you know nothing about Final Fantasy VII. I really could not possibly know less about this game. <laughs> Like what do you know about Final Fantasy? Because you've played 14. I've played some of Final Fantasy 14. There was this big craze in the PSR Discord. I don't even remember when. About a year ago. Where I was like, I was just like smashing main main quests. I was like going for it. I was really booking through 
Um, and then I just like kind of got bored because it was so long and so much. Um, and like people stopped playing it. And that's it. That's the full extent of my <laughs> Final Fantasy knowledge. Uh, throughout the whole time playing that, people would be like, oh, this this dragon guy was in this game or this place or this Koopo or whatever. I don't even know what people were saying, but they were like, oh, this is from a previous game. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, cool. Uh-huh. Uh, it just went, it meant nothing to me. It went so far over my head. Uh, yeah. And so this will all be brand new. That's, I mean, that's exciting. That is where I was at. I had played uh, Final Fantasy IX many years ago and a little bit of Final Fantasy X when Josh and I started this project a year and a half ago. Um, even when we were all starting to play Final Fantasy XIV together in the Discord last year, I think basically all of the references went over my head as well because uh, I had very limited knowledge on any sort of in-depth level. Um, and it was fun when I finally went back to the game after having played half a dozen Final Fantasies to be like, oh, now I get it. These are like deep cut references to games from 25, 30 years ago that you've put into your MMO uh, that people are playing just because they like MMOs, I think, not even necessarily specifically uh, as Final Fantasy people. Are you an MMO person or how did you end up playing Final Fantasy 14 just because everybody it's what it's what people were doing it is exactly what people were doing (laughs) I have like massive FOMO and so like I saw a ton of people that I was hanging out with playing D&D and doing other things playing Final Fantasy 14 and I was like well wait a minute (laughs) I want to like be involved Mm -hmm. uh and so I just did I don't really play MMOs said this is gonna sound ridiculous I don't really like play video games I'm like not a you know I I like don't have a console I've almost Mm -hmm. never owned a console of any kind besides like a Wii back in like seventh grade or whatever Mm um I I'm like not a big games person uh and so this is like very very much like crazy that like i am the one that's being tapped for this i mean it's pretty wild how like one-to-one what you're saying is to to me a year and a half ago i was i did not grow up a gamer we didn't get a game a video game console in my house until i was in high school by which time i did not have time to sit around playing video games um so a big part of why I was like a uniquely suited person for this journey is that I don't, I'm walking around blind when it comes to the world of video games and the history of Final Fantasy, which I think is one of the biggest franchises in video games, certainly in the JRPG space. Um, I'd never played an MMO either. People started playing Final Fantasy 14 and I was like, yeah, it's free for two months. I'll see what this is about. Uh, oh, it's free for another like 40 days or whatever they give you when you reach a certain level. Okay, I'll keep playing. And then, you know, it was locked down. I was unemployed. And all of a sudden I was flying through the game along with everybody else. Um, took a break, came back to it. I'm on another bit of a break, but I've heard uh, a whole squad is returning to Final Fantasy 14 in June and or September, depending on who you talk to. Well, yeah, I think especially if I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, that's got to be September. Uh, the June is very booked for me, although there's been a lot of push to get me back into the game in sure June. Has. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Final Fantasy VII is not an MMO. Um, it is a much more linear, you need to do this thing and then do this thing. There is some freedom within that to run around and explore a bit, of course. Uh 
but you are playing through a story and it is a finite story <laughs> and there are not 800 side, there are some side quests, but there are not infinite side quests. There is no farming, um, no, no botany, no fishing for you. Dang. I admittedly, I did enjoy that portion of Final uh, Fantasy You got 14. really into being a botanist, right? I did. Yeah. I loved going around like collecting acorns or whatever it was just from the trees. It was very soothing just to like walk around the, it was like, you know, People go bird watching and stuff like that. That was basically the equivalent, just uh-huh. like chilling around the forest, picking up like 800 acorns, <laughs> like calling it a day. <laughs> it was very fun. Good. Um, yeah, this game does not really have anything quite like that. Uh, I am a completionist when it comes to video games, so I go around and collect every single chest and do all the little <laughs> things and can leave no stone unturned. Um but you are by no means required to play that way. You play this game however you want. Um, and we'll see We'll see what happens. I may prompt you to some side quests sooner than Josh did for me, because I think it will make the end game easier for you, especially if you choose to take on some of the optional battles that you can do towards the end of the game. You're shaking your head. I, this could mean anything. <laughs> it could mean anything. It's true. Um, yeah, but it's a Final Fantasy VII is a beloved story in the video game community, uh, and it is very exciting that you are totally unspoiled on literally anything that happens in the game. I was as well when I played it. Um, so the the premise of the story and the reason why I think it has continued to resonate for so long is that largely we are focused on a rebel group called Avalanche, and they are fighting against the corporate overlords that are called Shinra, who run the energy company, they run the newspapers, they run everything within this world that these people live in. Um, so it and and they are fueling all of this through a uh, chemical called Mako or Mako, depending on how you choose to pronounce it uh that is being sucked up out of the planet they are sucking up all this energy and this finite resource out of the earth in order to fuel their business endeavors and maintain their power and control over society no no relation whatsoever yeah nothing anything (laughs) totally just out there storyline nothing to do with anything about what's going on from 1997 1997 wow (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So you're going to get, you will play mainly as Cloud, Cloud Strife, uh, who was formerly a member of Soldier, which is like the special forces team of the Shinra military. He no longer works for them. He has been hired by Avalanche to help them out with some stuff as a mercenary. And the adventures will continue from there. But that's, that's the premise of where you start. Uh, and the beginning of the game, you'll be playing in a city called Midgar. Uh, when they released FF7 Remake, the whole first game that came out in 2020 just takes place in Midgar. So they took this first chapter of the game, essentially, and expanded it into its own whole world, hours, you know, 50 plus hours of playtime. In what Josh said was five hours, which took me more like eight. 
just to give you a sense of my personal video game skills when it came to playing this for the first time, we should say you're going to be playing on a PC. Yes. Uh, I played on a PlayStation 2. I'm not sure if you will have more readily available <laughs> options to save than I did, or if you will be able to uh, have any life-saving enhance or life-enhancing uh, cheats, we can call them, or just, you know, quality of life improvement options. Because uh, I, I replayed Final Fantasy VII on the Switch after my full playthrough on the PlayStation 2, and it is... There are certainly some things that make your life a little easier if you're playing it on a more modern system. I am not exactly sure what you'll be working with on the PC. We'll have to talk about that after you've played through the game a bit. Um, but that's that's what's going to happen. You're going to run around this town. You're going to do some missions. You're going to meet some really cool people who are going to become your best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm so excited for all of the unexpected surprising things that are that are coming your way in the near future. It'll be something. Am I allowed to like ask questions? Sure. Up front? I don't want to like spoil myself in any way here though. Yeah. So, no, you ask questions and I'll, I'll tell you what I can tell you. Okay. So one of the things that I did like about final fantasy 14 was that I got to basically play the type of character that I wanted, uh, which was of course a white mage. If anyone knows anything about me, that's very much. Oh, I, my I thought you just meant a small person. Well, the, I mean that too. Uh <laughs> You know, we, we don't stereotype here, but um, so I liked that I got to like choose the class. Is there an element of that in this game or am I just going to be playing as a sword wielding ninja, whoever? Uh, yeah, so each of the characters kind of has their own fighting style. Um, Cloud, who is the main character, is like the sword wielding badass Uh, And then you'll meet other people who fight more hand-to-hand, people who fight with guns. Different people all have their various skills. You will have someone who's particularly strong with magic, particularly like healing or what we would think of as white magic, um, in this chapter or in this portion of the game as well. Uh, A cool thing about Final Fantasy VII is the way that your skills work. Uh, is through a system called Materia, which they'll teach you very early on in the game. Um, So you can customize what kind of magic your players have access to, but they all have access to, fundamentally, they all have access to magic, um, Mm -hmm. which is not always the case in all Final Fantasy games. Um, So it is not as customizable as... Uh, Final Fantasy 14, where you can play any class and all the classes if you want to. Uh, but there, I think if you like, if you like, do, you'll get to do magic. That's for sure. Okay. And you, uh, again, I'm not like very much trying to not spoil myself. I'm going to be playing as multiple characters throughout the run of this game. Yeah. So you will always be controlling Cloud, uh, but then you will have other members in your party. There will okay. be two other people in your party at any given time. Um, there will be times where certain, uh, characters are required. There will be times where you can choose which other two characters you'd like to have along, but cloud is clouds, your man, you are cloud. And then you bring, you bring some friends with you. Okay. I am cloud. Mm -hmm. Have you, so you, (laughs) wow. So you've never played any kind of game where, with like turn-based combat, right? 
Do you know what turn-based combat is? Uh, does bookworm adventures count? I don't know what that is. <laughs> the, the spelling game. <laughs> Never mind. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> no, I definitely haven't. <laughs> okay. Well, but you have played lots and lots and lots of D&D at this point. And effectively, turn-based combat in a video game works the same way. Um, if you set your battle system up to wait rather than being active... Uh, then all of your characters will take their turns and then your enemies will take their turns or whatever the order is. Um, it is not like a modern game where you have to turn and face the character and fight and like actively hit while they're hitting you in a more like realistic, active way. Um, You'll go to a battle screen, your characters will be on one side, the enemies will be on the other side, and you'll see the little bars fill up so you know when it's your turn to do your, or whatever move you're going to do, whether that's an attack or magic or something else. Okay, so my reaction speed is not going to help me in this game. No. Oh, that was like the one thing I have going for me. Okay. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is not a button mashy game whatsoever. Uh, which was very good for me, given that I did not have super fast reaction speeds when I started playing. I mean, now that I've played a ton of Final Fantasy XIV and a few other more modern things, I am much better at that. But you don't have to worry about if it takes you time to decide what spell is going to be the best to use here, or should I use this move, or should I use my turn to heal one of my other party members? Especially at the beginning, it is useful to have time to like figure out what abilities you have at your disposal and what's going to be most useful to you in uh, in moving forward with the game, with your fights in particular. Hmm. Okay. I, that's a little disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, I like feel really good about my reaction speed. Um, okay. We'll make do. Well, you can, you can keep it set to active mode where your enemies will keep attacking whether you do or not. And then it will matter that you make your choices more uh, quickly, more efficiently. It's still not going to be about aiming specifically. Like you're going to hit or miss based on RNG more so than on your actual skill. Um, but if you want things to move along more quickly, that that is an option as well. Okay, we'll see. That meant almost nothing to me, but... Uh... <laughs> we'll figure it out yeah um and then i guess like speaking of moving things along quickly how long does this game take is this like split up into levels or uh not specifically and it is hard to say because it is customizable how long uh you want to spend doing things beyond the main story i'm trying to pull out my switch right now so i can see how long my completed switch save file is um because the first time I played the game, there were a lot of times I left the menu on. Because in the PS2 world, if you're going to walk away, you just have to sort of leave the game sitting there and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. um, so those, uh, those playtimes are not as accurate. But as I did say, a lot of things took me a lot longer than, than Josh thought they would. Um, so it can be hard to predict that way as well if you are playing a game for the first time, especially if it is your first game. Um, let's see. 
This completed, oh, this is not bad at all. My completed save file on the Switch is 34 hours. I will tell you, I think I spent that long trying to do a uh, an optional battle. <laughs> I, I was very stubborn about doing, no, that's an exaggeration, but it, I spent a good probably 10 hours doing an oh optional my battle. Goodness. I don't know if you were in the D&D game that was happening where I was like listening along as I was doing this fight and just updating my death count throughout the entire <laughs> session. I was I, like, yep, I've died 16 times now. You're still going. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But again, that is at the end, and it is entirely optional, and only masochists like me do that to themselves. I, I will do in this game whatever you tell me to do, mm -hmm. but there's just not a world where I'm like going to actively choose to spend 10 hours yeah, doing course. an optional thing. Most people wouldn't. Okay. We're also in a very different time now than we were... <laughs> A year and a half ago when I had nowhere to be and nothing to do. Um, so that's, but that's, I guess, the estimate that I can give you is probably in the neighborhood of 40 hours. Uh, since some things will take you a little longer, not knowing 100% where to go. Um, I would say as much as possible, avoid consulting a walkthrough. And if you're stuck, shoot me a message, ask me, and I will help you in a not spoilery way. You know, walkthroughs obviously are doing their best to not spoil you too, but sometimes they just can't, they can't do it in a nuanced individual way, mm -hmm. the way that I can for you. Um, I think it's going to be really fun to get your takes on the characters and the story as we're going along, as well as it sounds like the game mechanics, which you may or may not like. Um, <laughs> I think FF7 is one of the most user-friendly uh, battle systems in terms of materia for magic and skills and things compared to some of the other much more torturous systems that I have since played in other Final Fantasy games. <laughs> the people okay. out there know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You uh, won't have to do that. Probably. I was going to say, that's good that they know, because I have no clue. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is, uh, it's a very contentious thing, people's favorite Final Fantasy game. And this is Josh's favorite. I would say oh, wow. this, for me, is tied with Final Fantasy IV, um, which it was released as a pixel remaster that I played on my phone. Um Incredible. Absolutely wow. loved it. It's wild what they can do with these little pixel graphics. People were concerned when I was playing that I wouldn't be able to like move backwards graphically, especially coming from this modern perspective of really high definition, like cinematic video games. But because I did play a bit of Pokemon growing up, I was like, oh, it's just like a Pokemon game. It's just different. But graphically, it's like a Pokemon game. So that's not a problem. Um with Final Fantasy VII, we're sort of in this in-between era where the graphics are 3D, but we're playing with like little polygonal dudes um, okay. with very uh, pointy features uh, a lot of the time. But that that I think there's some great comedy in the game, in the animation of our little polygon friends. Okay. Um, uh, then final question for me. Is this game precious? If I like have nits to pick and complaints, is this a safe space to do that? Or should I just... Uh... No, absolutely. Uh, it is It is 
beloved by many, many people. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but I think even, even if you were doing this with Josh, he would want your honest opinions. And, you know, the more you love a thing, I think the more you've got to be willing to recognize that it is not necessarily perfect. The way that Mike and Josh go through Lost and there are episodes of Lost they don't love and there are characters in Lost they don't like or twists that don't work. If there's stuff in Final Fantasy VII that's not working for you, we're here to get your opinions, not just for you to tell me that you love it because that's not interesting. Uh, hopefully you do love it. Um, but there are characters in this game that I hate. There are parts oh. of it that I think do not did not necessarily age well. Um, not a lot, but a, a couple uh, that will come up later in the game. Um, and you've got to have good villains, right? And sometimes your villains are not likable. Sometimes they are extremely likable. My favorite character in Final Fantasy V is absolutely the villain. Um, so you never know. Different things work for different people. And what you love about the game may not be what I love about the game, may not be what Josh loves about the game. But we are definitely here to get your honest first impressions as a person who has never played this game knows nothing about this game is coming to it totally clueless in the best possible way okay i just had to double check sometimes people are uh you know more precious about some things than other things so mm -hmm. not trying to come for anyone's spot here but we'll see <laughs> yeah it's why it's i just did uh the pusher recaps theater countdown with grace and ariel and i was talking about how when i did pusher recaps theater with josh and emily or when i went on hold up with grace both times i picked things where it was like okay for people to not love everything about it and i saved a couple of movies that are extremely precious to me and i can't deal with people not liking and i was like nope can't podcast about this because it is too important to me for people to not like it <laughs> if they want to not like it they need to keep those opinions to themselves <laughs> and that's not good podcasting so yeah yeah i mean everyone's got those things so okay good to know that that is not the case here uh yeah. hopefully i love the game that would be great uh yeah, hopefully. we'll see yeah, I think you will. Um, it's I think it's really charming. I think the story is really interesting. Uh, there's like a mystery that comes into play that's going to be confusing and curious and hard to understand for a while. Um, but I think that makes the game all the more fun. Um, yeah, it's just very exciting that you don't that you don't know, and very exciting for me to now be on the other side, knowing. Once upon a time, uh, our friend Mark in the Discord was playing along with the podcast, and it was always exciting to watch him as he was catching up to me along the way and having his own first impressions before he listened to the podcast. Uh, so you are not alone in this journey, even if many, many people know this game very well. There's always somebody out there who hasn't played it yet, um, and I think it's going to be fun for people listening to get to hear how you feel about the game uh, your perspective, your experiences, because you are a storyteller as well. Uh, for folks who don't know, Adam DMs a lot of D&D &D in the Discord. A newfound love of yours, right? You hadn't played before we started in the Discord, or not too much. I had been playing for a couple years, yeah. Oh, okay. With my roommates, yeah. Gotcha. But that is very much a storytelling game and as the dm you get to create the world of that story so i think for a person who likes that you will probably enjoy a game where you get to play the story you know and 
choices you make will impact the game a little bit, not as much as it would in a later, more modern game. Um, but there are decisions to be made and the game is open world in some ways in that you can move between places as you choose and then continue forward to advance the story when you're ready. Okay. So I'm excited. To, yeah. We're going to drop you in this world and you get to explore and then you will report back on how it's going. Um, ideally we will be putting this out weekly that is that is our goal we'll see how it goes with adam's work schedule and his ability to to play the game so give us some grace if it is not a perfectly weekly release schedule we're all doing our best but we wanted to to keep the final fantasy energy going um and if you are not getting enough final fantasy i just started a playthrough of remake on my twitch stream because i've never streamed it before so twitch.tv slash hard rock hope if you need more final fantasy in your life uh i think that's gonna be it for us this was just a short one to let you guys know what's coming um get you excited if you want to go back to the game and play along with adam or if you've never played before now is your chance to play along with adam and uh join us for this journey over the next few months maybe um so adam the first thing you're gonna do as i said is you will start this game in midgar uh when you leave midgar that is where you will stop okay not a lot going yeah. on in Midgar, then, if that's one episode. Oh, there's a lot going on in Midgar. Oh, okay. Um, be, we'll be in touch if it is seeming like... Keep me posted on where you're at. And if it's seeming like that's going to be too much for our first episode, we'll do less. Um, that's what I did for my first portion with Josh. But again, we are in a different time where we have busier lives than we did a year and a half ago. Thank goodness, maybe? I don't know. I don't. I have mixed feelings about it. But uh, in any case, we will be coming back to you with a report from Midgar in the very near future. In the meantime, Adam, what else do you have going on? Anything you want folks to check out, where they can find you, etc.? Uh, yeah, so like you said, Zed, I'm DMing in the PSR Discord all the time, running so many adventures there. Come play D&D with us. It's very, very fun. Uh, and then I also am on another podcast, the One Indescribable Podcast, where we're talking about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, we are nearing the end of season three on that podcast, wow. which is very exciting. Um, it's me, Todd the Librarian, and Lindy Steiner over there, all PSR patrons, podcasting about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So go check us out there. The Twitter is 1CXG Podcast. Amazing. Uh, yes, as Adam mentioned, post-show recaps, Patreon program, the patron program, uh, is where you can hang out with us in the Discord, where you can play Final Fantasy XIV with some of us, even if that's not Adam right now. It will be in the future. Um, and it's the start of the month, so it's the best time. We say this every month. It's the best time to join the patron program because they bill you whenever you join, and then they bill you at the first of the month every month thereafter. For as little as, I think at any level, you get access to the Discord, $5 or maybe even less. But definitely for $5 a month, you get access to the campus section of the Discord where you can find all of us. We're doing movie screenings. I will be doing a screening of the best LGBTQ movie of all time as voted by the patrons Monday at 3 p.m. in the Discord. Uh, at that $10 or higher level, you get access to 
the whole entire sprawling world of the Post Show Recaps patron discord, including that D&D section where you can always find Adam running games. Um, but just lots of folks who love to play games, talk about movies, TV shows, video games, Survivor, pop culture, whatever you're into. There's people there who want to talk about it. You can see lots of cute pictures of my dog who has blessedly slept through this podcast, my second of the day. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find us. Postshowrecaps.com slash patron or patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. I am at Hard Rock Hope, anywhere you can find me on the internet. And once again, please come check out twitch.tv slash Hard Rock Hope for more Final Fantasy and other video game good times. I don't know. Um, that's going to be it for us today. We will see you next week from Midgar. Bye-bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.